Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your host for this episode of the show, and the Chief Lounge Lizard. Get ready to drink some Pepsi and eat some Pizza Hut pizza because we're talking about in-game advertising this week. And from what I've seen, those seem to be the two companies uh, that seem to be doing the most of it. I've got two people with me here in the lounge today. We've got Todd Hargosh and Kelly Adams, both of them the stars of our other show, The Gamer Geeks, which runs right here at GameIndustry.com and also over on our iTunes channel. So uh, we're going to be talking about online advertising, not online advertising, but in-game advertising. Now, according to uh, some sources that I pulled up before the show, uh, it seems like this is a definite a growth area. Um, the biggest company that's into this um, in-game advertising is called Massive Incorporated. They apparently generated $56 million in revenue in 2005, and they predict, according to this uh, press release that I have, that it may grow to as much as $1.8 billion in 2010. Uh, Personally, I think that that might be a bit of a stretch, especially given this economy. I think any any type of advertising that could generate 1.8 billion would be something that <laughs> something that would be getting a little bit more press than this. But anyway, I uh, wanted to talk to um, Todd and Kelly. They both seem to have different opinions on the in-game advertising thing, and uh, we'll start with uh, well, first off, welcome to the lounge, Todd, and welcome to the lounge, Kelly. Thank you, Remy. Thank you. And uh, so we'll start with Kelly. Kelly, have you have you you play probably more games than most people on the planet? Um, <laughs> have you have you run into this type of online uh, in-game advertising? And uh, what is your um, opinion on it, or what have you seen? And has it bothered you at all? Has it taken away from your gaming experience, or added to it, or anything like that? I don't really pay attention to it too much. I mean, you do encounter it with different games, you know, like the. The Grand Theft Autos and those different things like that with the billboards. My whole thing is if you're going to have a billboard, unless the company that you're popping on there is like, if it's game related, if it's comical, all right. But if you just made out some company out of thin air, why don't you just go ahead and be smart and market that and try to get a real company to put their ad there because that's money. I see. So instead of saying, you know, fizzy soda or uh, or, yeah. or Nuka Cola, you know, go ahead and put, you know, Coca Cola or Pepsi or whatever, <laughs> get get some money out of it. Just as long as it doesn't interrupt gameplay, right? And it 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 goes with the flow. Like I wouldn't want to be playing Fable and see a Pepsi ad. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It'd be like, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think that I think that. The in-game advertising seems to be an extension of what happens in the movies. I mean, when you when you watch movies, uh, you know the guys who you're watching on the screen aren't drinking fizzy soda; they're drinking Pepsi or Coke or something like that. And you can bet that that's a product placement. That the company that they're drinking, you know, the reason that the main character drinks Sprite or whatever is because Sprite paid to be in that in that movie. I mean, if you look at Wayne's World, they kind of went to the extreme where they were like, oh, I have a headache. I want some aspirin. No, no, take Nuprin. Little, yellow, Nuprin. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's an extreme case, but I think that it, it can it can be done right, I guess. Unfortunately, Todd has a different opinion. So, Todd, this, this in-game advertising actually uh, pisses you off a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, first of all, explain to me, you mentioned Pepsi, uh, 
Do you see the world of Bionic Commando having Pepsi all over the place? No, I did not play Bionic Commando, but... Yeah, cause everywhere you go, there's a Pepsi sign. And it's supposed to be a post-apocalyptic world, right? Yeah, it was a city that just recently got nuked. Hey, so the only thing that survives after a nuke is uh, cockroaches and Pepsi? <laughs> yep, pretty much. Do you got, aside from... Uh, Aside from soldiers with uh, bionic arms. <laughs> okay. Interesting. And officers that betray you, but that's another story. <laughs> I mean, no, I'll go back to what Kelly said. Um, I mean, what she said about Grand Theft Auto. I mean, all the advertisements in there admittedly are fake, mm-hmm. and if it fits in the environment correctly. I'm not saying that I'm completely anti-in-game advertising. Like case in point, uh, right before we recorded, I was I'm playing Forza Motorsport 3. And as I'm driving through the courses, there's there's billboards uh, for advertisements. There's Coke signs there, and that's acceptable. I mean, I can understand that. It adds a little bit to the realism of the environment that I'm in. Also, another series I'd mention is like the NBA 2K series. Most sports titles in general, but but NBA 2K is one of the worst offenders of it. They uh, they always use product placement in all the things they do. Like the, during their uh, Pre-game introduction, they do the uh, what they call the Gatorade around the cooler. What it, what, it, what is that? Well, it's like a sideline reporter. Okay, but they refer to it as Gatorade around the cooler feature, or the T-Mobile halftime report. Hey, that's a real thing. I, I'm up. Let me get to that. Give me a second. <laughs> Wait, Kelly, he's ranting. Wait. <laughs> or the Sprite Slam Cam. How, have you seen that on on TNT during during basketball games? Yes, I've seen the halftime report. If I remember correctly, it was Verizon Wireless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, one, I mean, usually one of them. It is. I mean, I I accept that because it does feel like an actual broadcast. Well, and the and the, and the NFL, they didn't, don't they used or they used to have the McDonald's game break or whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, all sports broadcasts do that. But then let me get to another game like uh, like Tekken Six. I'm in the middle of doing a stage, and all of a sudden I see a sign for Church's Fried Chicken, and a character smashes through it. <laughs> right there, right there, you got two advertisements. One for Church's Fried Chicken, which I didn't even know is still in business. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and number two, it's inadvertent, but you got a freaking ad for the Kool-Aid Man. Oh, <laughs> that's a little bit of a stretch, don't you think, Todd? <laughs> but, but eventually it's got to get to that point. One of the guys is fat and wears all red. He could be a, he could be a substitute for the Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> Okay, I I also have never eaten Church's fried chicken. I don't know. What, what Kelly, you're you're our southern correspondent. Are they like a Jack in the Box or something, or they're they're like a KFC. Huh? You got Popeyes, Church's, and KFC. Those are the three ones. Okay, and that was the only one I never heard of. <laughs> Popeyes was good. So wow, so there I, there's in game <laughs> advertising in in Tekken. Yeah, I've got, I got really sick on KFC once, so I <laughs> I asked yeah. the, the the KFC store near us actually um, uh, closed because too many people were getting food poisoning from it, including yours truly. That was a great great weekend. Thanks KFC. There's there's your in show advertising. KFC <laughs> get freaking sick as a dog and wish you were dead. <laughs> so so you think. And that's too bad. I have a sponsorship. I like to see him pull it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I'm I'm all about beating up on people that aren't our sponsors. <laughs> oh, you know, I oh I am. You know, that certain company that lied to me at E3 2001 who will not be mentioned. All right. Yes, they won't because I'll have to bleep you. All right. And uh, so so Todd, so churches so churches chicken in Tekken Six. Amazing. Okay. What what else have you seen? Now on the on the basketball stuff. Now. With the basketball stuff and with the church's fried chicken and stuff, I assume 
you don't think that that adds to the realism of the game? It just when you see that, does that pull you out of the game basically? Pretty much because the environment of Tekken Six is in. Well, and what is that? I mean, it's supposed to be this futuristic dystopian society that's run by a evil corporation called Mishima, mm-hmm. and they're basically in a civil war with another corporation called G Corp. I, I mean, it's almost we're dealing with these futuristic dystopian societies. I'll give you another example. You remember the movie Demolition Man? Yes. Yeah. That film was a was an advertisement for Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. Mm. As they said in the future, all restaurants are Taco Bell. Taco Bell, yeah. Could that it be was like funny. in Tekken Six? That was in humor. That was that was that was. Oh, good. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think Demolition Man was a funny movie, and I do have my theories about that, which I'll go through on a later date. Basically, say what happens if people like Joe Lieberman got their way. <laughs> oh, I'm not talking about the movie itself. I'm talking about the way they used the Taco Bell with, with the all restaurants being Taco Bell and how it changed, and it was an uppity, upscale place now. It's, I mean. Where they, like serve, they any, serve enough food that Kate Moss would have a full stomach on? Yeah, it's it's very tongue in cheek comedy and stuff. It was, it was good good viewpoint. So in Demolition Man, were you able to eat at at uh, Taco Bell without getting the squirts? That's the <laughs> <laughs> that's the I question. think so. <laughs> so okay. well, they so, Todd, they went to a place where they eat rat burgers afterwards. So I guess so. <laughs> All right, Todd. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, and the other thing, I mean, this goes way back. I mean, you mentioned Pizza Hut earlier. Yes, yes. I actually have an example of what I'm going to ask you if you think this is in-game, in-game advertising as it relates to Pizza Hut, but go ahead. Well, go ahead and ask me first. It may be what, uh, what I think you're going to bring up. Oh, I was going to bring up, well, probably not because it's an MMO. No. <laughs> oh, okay. but, it wasn't. But, but it was, we're talking about something that. That dated way back in 1990. No, this was uh, when I used to play EverQuest 2. Um, I used to play EverQuest 2 a lot. I, I I now mostly play just Lord of the Rings and a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons online. But when I was playing EverQuest 2, one of the features they added was, well, you know, if you play MMOs, you have command lines. You can type like slash dance and things like that to make your character dance. Well, one of the things you could type, what they added was you could type slash pizza. And it would open up a new window, and you could order Pizza Hut pizza and have it delivered to oh, have it delivered to God. your door. But that was, but I don't know. I kind of saw that as a service because, dude, if you're a hardcore gamer and you don't want to, you don't want to have to get up except for maybe once in a while to go to the bathroom. You just type slash pizza, or have them bring you that, have them bring you that pie, and you're all set. <laughs> Or bathe, or be with your woman, or whatever, <laughs> you just, and you wonder why I don't play MMO. You have to, you have to, ta- you have to type slash uh, slash uh, girlfriend or slash bath uh-huh. slash sex. You know, it, they'll add it yeah. all eventually. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. <laughs> well, I, but, but but you would consider that an in-game ad, Todd, or? It sounds like an in-game ad. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of – I see that sort of more of a service. I mean it wasn't like I was w- wandering through this medieval world and somebody was like, hey, have a pizza. Well, keep in, think about it. I mean if you're typing the command in there and that pops up for a specific, for a specific franchise, you got yourself an ad. Oh, I'm not saying Pizza Hut did not pay for that. I'm sure they paid a lot. For oh, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you could type slash pizza, and you know, a Domino's window could come up if Domino's paid for it. I'm I'm positive of that. I'm just saying that that I'm I didn't have as much problem with that. I never actually used it um, because you know I could stop playing and actually call yeah, Pizza Hut if I wanted to. <laughs> but did you have a job? <laughs> but it it was neat. So I'm sorry. So go, let's go ahead, Todd. All right. But I was gonna say um, mine goes back to 1990, and it'll actually go even further back. But but in 1990, uh, I was a big fan of the Ninja Turtles arcade game. Oh right, yes. And when they released that for the for the 8-bit Nintendo, 
they uh in the first stage alone where you had if, I don't know if you remember playing the arcades when you had they had all these pictures in the background. Okay. In place of them, there were pizza signs all over. Ah. And not only that, but they also included a coupon to buy a free pizza. So oh, I know dude, pe- it was related to the game. <laughs> not really. I mean, the game. Like I said, the what arcade did one of have- the Ninja Turtles do? <laughs> That's. I know. That, I know. If you, let me give you another example. Did you watch the first movie? Uh, yeah, wasn't Vanilla Ice in that one or something? No, that's the second one. Who was okay. what pizza? Here's they where this is when this is when Todd goes Rain Man on me. <laughs> do you remember? Oh, there were 272 pepperonis on the Turtles pizza. <laughs> 272. <laughs> no, it's obvious. I mean, it, their sponsor in that film was Domino's. Was that the pizza they ate? I watched all the movies and I love the Turtles movies, but I don't remember what kind of pizza they ate. Well, unless the they get exclusive rights, then that's going to happen. Right, and I don't, I don't the recall that movie going to deal though. with a whole different agent than the game people will, unless it's the same company that comes in. You got to get that exclusive rights. You pay more for it. No, nah, I guess I don't know. I I remember the one pizza that they found, and uh, it was it was bad, and they were like, "Oh, do you want? Do you still want to eat this?" And then Donatello goes, "Well, only if you want penicillin on your pizza." <laughs> and they yeah, I can't remember which one that it wasn't that one, but the, the, the very beginning. Okay, you'll. Watch the beginning of that, and you'll see what I mean. Well, yeah, because I wouldn't think Domino's would want to pay for a pizza for an ad and then have the pizza be bad pizza in the, in the movie. No. <laughs> so I think that was. Well, Domino's has been known for uh, other things. That I will not go into mention. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Involves uh, someone we both know. Huh? It's a YouTube video that hit with Domino's. Don't you remember the whole marketing thing with them showing how they could sabotage a Domino's food? Oh, send it out for delivery. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, back to the topic. Whatever the topic is, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yes, uh, in-game advertising. So, um, so you're saying that when you played the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game, um, that uh, the, the, all the signs were replaced with pizza signs. Was that was the original? Yeah, those were Pizza Hut. Yes. Okay, so it was Pizza. And even though the movie had Domino's as a sponsor. Right. I see. Okay. And there's one more, and this has been going back for a while. We have Avert Gaming. Oh, right, right, right. I actually have a couple examples of that too, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Xbox Live, we had Yaris, that that got off of a Toyota Racer. Yes, yes. I was going to bring up the- – It's free. You didn't play uh, it. Yes, before. I know it's free, but let me – I mean, you're pulling a shell on me right now. <laughs> No offense to Shello, but you are interrupting. <laughs> Please go ahead. Uh, we had we had Yaris, we had Dorito's Dash of Destruction. You know, it was apparently a fan based game. Yeah, and they made money off of that. The the fan won a lot of money for doing that. Yeah. We missed out on that, Todd. We should have put our brainchild together and came up with something better than that one. Yeah, well, Actually, I think they're doing that again. You develop you another game, and yeah, and you get – I forget what the grand prize is, but yeah, it's quite enough to where it puts smiles on both our faces. <laughs> yeah, we well, wish you could remember that even when you go back to the old Atari days because remember they had uh, average games back then too. Any of you remember a game called Chase the Chuck Wagon? Mm, no. Or Coke Wins? Oh, actually, I, t- I forgot it's not called Coke Wins. It's actually called Pepsi Invaders. No. It was a, basically a hack that Coke made of the Atari Space Invaders cart. Where instead, all it is is just letters that spell out Pepsi, and you had to shoot them down Space Invaders style. Oh, interesting. And the UFO 
was a Pepsi logo. Hey Todd, am I am I okay to interrupt you now? Because you two seem to be having a conversation, and I've I've been quiet since you told me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a good boy. I was gonna say you can you can join in. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Todd, your host for this week's episode of the Gin Lounge. <laughs> um I was just gonna bring up Volvo has a racer out there as well, like the RS racer. And um I've also seen T V shows do that type of thing. Um Burn Notice did it. Um and they actually had two pretty decent games that were like kind of spy thrillers to um help promote the show. And I mean there's a ch- there's a, a situation where like you were saying with the Yaris game, Todd, was um, the game wouldn't exist without the ad. And I don't have a problem with it, like when Kelly says if it's free, what I have a problem with is like when you have like Ford Racing, where it's a game that's all about Ford, but you have to pay 40 bucks to get it. Right. I will agree on that. I mean, I, I think, I mean, here's my, you know, here's where you're going to call me, a, you know, a socialist or a communist or something. When I go to the movie theater and I'm subjected to all those ads, like, I'm not really concerned too much about the previews, but when they make me watch a Pepsi commercial and a Coke commercial and a car commercial and uh, every other type of commercial before the movie even starts, they made money off that. I think they should take money off the price of my ticket. Bingo. Oh, I agree with you there. <laughs> Bingo. I'm not going I do to agree with you there. You know, I paid to watch a show, not to pay to watch advertising. Not to be slammed with ads. Right. And that's how it is with, with games, too. I, Crap, give me more trailers. <laughs> it's, I mean, I pay my I would rather bucks. watch. The, I would rather watch the trailers than the advertisements. Like, I could see this on, you know, my TV at home. <laughs> yeah. But I can't see this movie on my TV at home unless I do something illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us would ever do that. No. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I- interesting. So that's a, that's an interesting point, Todd. Maybe maybe the price of the games should be reduced if they're going to go with the online advertising. I mean, it won't happen unless gamers start to demand it. I mean, uh, God forbid. Next step will probably be systems while building ads. I mean, you know, the new Sony PlayStation Three kind of does. When you boot the system, it goes to the it goes to like the Sony store as a default, and it shows you like, oh, you can buy this title, or you can buy this title, or you can buy this title. And it's kind of like, I guess, it's sort of like advertising. I mean, it's it's weird that it doesn't boot to whatever disc you've got in the machine. It boots to that to that system instead. And you can go into the option and change it, but that's the default. And I, I seriously doubt many people go in and fool around with the with the boot options screen. Yeah, to a lesser extent, the new Xbox Live's been doing that since the NXE came out. Will you boot to like sort of an advertisement screen? It'll show ads on the welcome screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you you don't have you're not forced to watch yeah, it. But that's not as bad. Mm-hmm. You're not obligated. But eventually when uh, probably have the second coming of the old fate Gizmondo. Ah, the Gizmondo. That was the system that they were going to send advertising through the the GPS channel. Right. You had to buy two models: one the 400R one, or the 229 one subsidized, right. where you had to watch three ads a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what that happens on on next consoles? What if uh, we get all of a sudden Kelly and I turn on our 360? We get a message saying an update is now available for your system. Do you wish to install it? Yes. And all of a sudden you're slammed with ads. And the updates are basically the ads. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, I've seen to some extent the, the Steam the the Steam service does that. Um, they update, and a lot of the updates are just you know the new ads. So, right. But I mean, it it'll even get worse. I mean, what if it gets to the point where loading screens will be replaced with ads during games? Right. It could it could happen. I guess. I suppose. EA's kind of give me a taste of that in some of their older games. You know, when you load up, it'll probably say like, "Have you tried Dynasty mode? Have you tried franchise mode?" 
try imagine replacing that with a thirty line second long commercial for a low time that only takes like ten seconds. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, again, as long as I mean, as long as it's not extending the load time, I don't have that much of a problem with it. Um, but I would rather see true in-game ads, like driving around the city and seeing signs that are appropriate for the world that you're adventuring in. And like you said, appropriate is the key word. And don't don't make it in your face. Yeah, well then you're limiting. You're you're almost if you if you go with that logic though, Todd, you're almost limiting all in-game advertising to games that are set in the present. Because games that are set in the future, especially like a post-apocalyptic future, they're going to look out of place. And anything that's medieval or fantasy, they're certainly going to look out of place. I mean, unless you've got somebody who's selling swords out of the back of a truck or something. <laughs> that is true. I mean, I understand that. Still, uh, you don't want to break that fourth wall. Right. Keep it in the keep it in the game setting, right. and that's what worries me more than anything else. Okay, that's something to look for. All right. Well, uh, final question for the two of you then. So, given all that uh, is happening, I don't think it's going to be t- ten billion by next year. They've got a month to start getting that ten billion together. <laughs> so, um, but I do think I I guess it'll continue. I'm I'm not sure, but that's going to be my question to you too. What do you think is the future of online advertising? Do you think or on in game advertising? Is it going to continue the way it is? It's going to increase. Is it going to change, uh, or is it going to go away? And we'll start with uh, Kelly. Oh, I think it's going to increase. I definitely think it's going to increase, and it's going to. This is where we're going to rely on the game developers. Okay, yes, I realize you're going to make money off of it. I totally get that. Totally understand it. Make it relevant to the game, and make sure it's not intrusive into me. Where I am forced to watch something like a commercial. Especially if you're going to charge me full price for the game when it releases. I mean, pop a commercial on it, all right. You give me like so much money off of it when I buy it, and you tell me it's because of that commercial, then okay, I might consider it. That would be that would be pretty cool if they did that. I like I like yeah. that idea. Um, it's probably not twenty five dollars off thanks to Pepsi. <laughs> it's pr- yeah, that would be cool. Um, it <laughs> probably isn't going to happen because of that first no. part, twenty five dollars off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Todd, what do, what do you think? Same, same question. Uh, pretty much the same. Uh, I mean, he didn't, he wasn't able to come on the show tonight, but I'm going to mention the same that Nate always says. It's a business, mm. and I know that the advertising is going to be there. And I mean, I like Kelly's idea, but eventually, like, I mean, case in point, an army of two forty days is going to come out. I don't want it to get to the point where I know a friend of mine's making a gun on that game, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to see like. To become the monster energy ass kicker KR one or something like that. Right, right. I see. What I mean, something like something like that. I mean, my thing is, I mean, when they're practical, yes, I can understand advertising, or like I said, with the games or with the sports games. But don't just thrust in there just to have an ad. It's eventually, it's going to get to a point where you can get a pop up during your game. Right, right. I see. And we all hate pop ups. <laughs> so, yeah. all right. Well, thank you. I I appreciate both of you uh, coming on today. And uh, we're sorry that Nate Nate couldn't join us. Nate was Nate had a a miniature emergency, so he wasn't able to join us. But we'll have Nate on next week because um, everybody loves negative Nate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks uh, to uh, our guests, and also if any of you are listening at home and uh, have an opinion, you can write to us at Jin Lounge at GameIndustry.com. Let us know what you think about in-game advertising. Let us know about uh, some advertising that you've run across while you're playing your favorite game, and let us know what you thought about it. Uh, This is definitely a hot-button type of topic, and it's probably a show that we're going to do in the future again, so let us know what you think, and we'll include your thoughts in the next show. 
So, okay, everybody, have have a good evening. And because uh, we had some in-game in-show in advertising, I'm going to take 10% off the cost of this show. <laughs> so everybody who paid for this show, you can pay 10% less, and that's thanks to your friends at Gin. <laughs> all right, have a good night. We'll see you all next time. Thank <laughs> you.